Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Warning, this podcast contains adult language and themes throughout. Oh, hello. I'm Candy Warhol. And I'm Crystal Rasmussen. And you're listening to Dragony Ants, the podcast. So back for another week, Crystal. And mm. may I say you are looking beautiful today. Thank you. So are you for once. You know, this week I've taken up a new hobby, Candy. Oh, what have you been up to? Well, it's this it's this new craze called toy voyaging, which is where you um take a toy for me it was my dildo and mm. i you pass it along around the world so i traveled all the way to pennsylvania um mm. and i you know i had to rush back i had to walk there and back because um i i couldn't afford the fly um but anyway my uh my dildo is uh is apparently now in shanghai so that's exciting toy voyage what about you um i have i can't lie Crystal. i had another another stressful weekend um i got another brick thrown through my my front room oh, window honey. Um, i i don't know who it is i have a few leads i think i think it might be natalie cassidy again mm. um just she's just out for me since our, our feud for those of those of you listening who don't know candy can you explain a bit more about the feud it started with a lasagna right it started with lasagna um, on a, a great British Bake Off charity event. You know, she just mm. she just flung that in my face, basically because I was number one in the workout DVD sales that week. And we've been, you know, we've been battling, you know, it's, it's I'm number one or she's number one. It's back and forth. And I, I don't mm. care. It's just a side hustle for me, where for her, for Natalie, it's her main income. So there's been mm. a few bricks through the through the window. Um, there's been a few lasagnas through the window as well. And that's mm. what makes me think that that is Natalie. Natalie. Um, um, but it could it could be Tina Barrett as well because we know mm. she was she was um, she was caught a few months ago doing the same thing um, mm. after my after my uh, not so glowing review of her single. Um, but listen, the police are on it. I can't talk too much. Um, but um, about it now. Well, we'll have yeah. to update everyone next week. We will. Where we the will. investigation is, of course. Have they done fingerprints? Um, they have done fingerprints. They've done lip prints as well. Um, because you know what Natalie is like, but listen, I don't, I, they could be listening. Natalie, Tina, if you're listening, um, you're going to get what's coming to you. Okay. But yeah, listen, we'll be back in next week. Mm. Mm. Karma comes back around, Natalie. Um, mm. let's move on, Candy. Ophelia is telling us to move on. Okay. So today we are talking about the big topic of society. Well, you know, to me, when I think of society, what I think of first of all is is secret societies, you know, like um, the Freemasons, the Mafia, of which I'm a member of both, the Order of Dragons. Um, but, and, you know, society to me means money. It means access. It means status. And it means divorces. What about you, Candy? What does society mean to you? 
Well, much like you, society, you know, is something, you know, I can't relate to, um, you know, just being hidden away by my family for all these years um, mm. as, as the princess of um, Geneva. Um, my grandmother, <laughs> my grandmother. <laughs> Where is Geneva on the map, Kenny? Um, Geneva is, um, it, it, it's in Europe um, and I, I, I should be back there soon. But... <laughs> Geneva, you say? Okay. Yeah, but listen, just my my grandmother uh, Julie, the the queen of of Geneva, just has kept me. You know, she plucked me out of uh, out of school, and since then has just kept me away from society. So mm. I do what I can to to interact with um, the peasants. Oh, sorry, the, of the with the um, civilians. Um, but you know, it, it's tough. It's tough. That is a classic Julie, the queen of Geneva, move, isn't it? You know, she is yeah. notorious. For lots of grandchildren, Julie. You know, if you're listening, Julie, like much with Natalie and Tina, karma comes back around, Julie. Mm -hmm. So you know, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. It's all those last years. But listen, it's a fickle matter, isn't it? And um, and and that's that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. Candy, what's that noise? Is it your? Is it your earring or is it um? Uh, You left your vibro egg on. No, it's 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 my earrings, and I can see. Ophelia's waving at me on the other side of the sound booth to mm. tell me to take them off, um, which I will. Um, Ophelia, she just has a, a boundaries issue, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, she, It's just the fact that she's always telling me how to dress. It's like she seems mm. to be hung up on aesthetics, which is kind of ironic. You know, take one look at the girl. And obviously, she doesn't apply that to herself. Um, but I don't know. Last week, she last week she wore the, the, the head-to-toe mauve look, which I quite liked. Mm. But, you know, it's... Um, it is... It is strange that she often doesn't wear anything from the waist down. The waist down, yeah, mm. yeah. I think, I think, I think she's gotten a bit too comfortable, to be honest. You know, um, with, with her so-called leadership role of our assistant. But um, listen, Ophelia is just one of our many concerns that we have. And speaking of which, I want to hear more from you. So I think it is time for Candy and Crystal's concern of the week. Mm. Mm. Let's do it. Listen up, you're about to learn Candy and Crystal's Concern. So welcome to Candy and Crystal's Concern of the Week. Now, Crystal, I know you had a little issue that you want to speak to me about. Well, yeah, it's been a weird one because, you know, as as is my social calendar, this week I've been invited to yet another huge event. It's um, it's the annual beach party fundraiser to help raise money for Alexandra Burke's career. Mm. You know, and I really obviously want to go and support the elephant in the room singer. You know, she likes bad boys. I like bad boys, but mm. it's a pool party. And as you know, Candy, I can't swim. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm mortified. And, you know, I'm really just worried that everybody's going to judge me or they're going to say, look, that queen's like a beached whale. She can't mm. swim, mm. you know, and I really want to go show my friend's support. You know, I came and I performed with her in the X Factor final. We did mm-hmm. listen together and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want to be shamed in society because you know how important my social standing is to me. So what should I do? Yeah, well... I understand, I understand where you're coming from, but I feel like you're at the stage in your life now where you have to make some changes. And if you're going to make changes for anyone, it's it's for Alexandra, you know? Mm. So you think that this week I should get in the pool, get swimming? I think, I think, let's ask Ophelia, do you think it's, can we, can we leave the studio now? Can we, yeah. can we go down? 
yeah, I think let's go down. Let's um, let's go down to. Well, you know, I'm wearing a kazi because that's what I wear under everything. I just well, wear of course. a kazi in case. Yeah, you know, again, the, the Russian way, like, ready yeah, at all times. Um, I think let's get down our community community center. Let's get in that swimming pool and um, and see can we sort this out today for Alexandra. So here we are at our local swimming pool, and I am very nervous. Um, what are your top two tips? for learning to swim um i think i think uh glamour so i think a good cosy is always always the most important step i would say my second my second um, bit of advice for for starting to swim is just good intentions you know and i think that's what you have you know we're here for alexandra um i i think she's going to be delighted with this um okay i think i think the best thing to do is i'm going to push you in on the count of three all right <laughs> just brace yourself Mm-hmm. One, two, and push. Okay, she is. She, okay, she is. She is floundering at the moment. Um, Crystal. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put my mic down. I'm gonna reach in and get her. Crystal, I'm so sorry. I thought that was gonna work. Are you okay? Oh, literally bury me. Oh my god. I... Ophelia, put the fucking yeah. boom down and help you, lazy bitch. Let's just cut and go back to the studio, guys. Okay, look, we're we're back in the studio, and needless to say, that didn't work. Uh, Crystal, I am very, very sorry, but uh, maybe something that we can work on in the future and come back to, you know, for the sake of Alexandra and and you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just move on. I just Let's yeah. On. Let's move on. Yeah. We have a guest that I'm very excited about. She is the star of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. She is also the star of every single show on BBC One, Two, Three, and Seventeen. Please welcome Miss Davina De Campo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You read my bio. I did. You read <laughs> We were saying we really brought you in today to try and get a job on the BBC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We can't wait to see you in the Vicar of Dibley remake. It's going to be so nice. <laughs> How are you, my queen? I'm really good. How are you two? I'm good. You look absolutely stunning. This wig, signature mm. red. Yeah, I just, you know, rolled out of bed. Yeah. Shoved a bit of shit on my face and here mm. we are. You're like, a little, <laughs> you're like a little British flag with a red, white and, and blue. Very very yeah, no. It's very nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not in like a weird nationalistic kind of way. Just, no. you know. not, a, not a Jerry Hallowell way. Yeah, no. I love Jerry, but I'm sorry, girl. Yeah. Well, she's a big Tory, isn't she? I'm not sure I love her that much. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 Spice Tories, that's going to be their name when they next reform. But I guess, actually, speaking of the Tories, weirdly, this not weirdly, kind of poignantly, this links into your, your question for this for us this week, actually, Davina, right? Would you say? Mm, a little bit, oh, I think uh. so. <laughs> um, we are walking into the age where those with knowledge are trumped by those with celebrity. You see what I did there? Um, how do we survive the age of idiocy and where do we go from here? I do think that's such an interesting question because it's like you can see that across everything. This like belief in idiots, which is basically from celebrity to government all across the world. It's almost like um, this idea that being smart or being engaged is like a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? 
And like, yeah. can you, exp- can you explain, like, can you give some examples that like have frustrated you? Well, I, I think the fact that uh, Kim Kardashian is doing some really important work. Mm. Do I think that she is the, the right person to be doing that work? Absolutely freaking not. Mm. Some woman who is famous for having a fat ass and making a sex tape is probably not the person who should be speaking to the American president mm-hmm. about uh, incarceration of mm. people of colour in America. Mm. You know, that doesn't make any sense, does it? No, but, but she's think... doing amazing work and it is important what she's doing, but is she the right voice? No. Is she the person with the most knowledge and the most uh, clear understanding of what the facts are in that situation? Probably not. I think that speaks volumes then about who the president is and who he's speaking to, you know? Yeah, but also the people surrounding mm-hmm. him, that mm. they've gone, yeah, we think this is a great thing. This is great. And, this do, is exactly and do you think that they're they're choosing who to speak to and who or who to be seen speaking to based on followers and and, and celebrity then? I mean, I would say yeah. so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Kanye has been unequivocal in his support of President Trump. Mm-hmm. I, unequivocal. Yeah. To the point where he's saying 400 years, well, that was a choice, guys. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't want to, you know, this is a question about, it's a, it's, this is like a huge question because really what this, what this is all about is kind of like capitalism and fame, right? And it's about like, mm-hmm. it's about the fact that like we value fame and platforms, but also there's a part of me that thinks, there's a little part of me that thinks that if the world is what it is, which I don't think it's in the right way, we should be abolishing capitalism. But if the world is what it is, which is Kim Kardashian has what? like 200 million followers is it not a good thing that she is you know is talking about the criminal justice system and talking about wrongful incarcerations like is that not better than her just being like look at my new walnut skin wash over and over again you know i don't it's hard to answer because you know it's, it's it's complicated and 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 is the question is the answer that are the people we look up to and the people we follow not that i look up to kim i look up to to kylie actually but you know the people we follow should it's difficult you must be really short mm, yeah exactly yes exactly. i'm tiny <laughs> i'm really small i'm not stood up right now but i'm actually you know an inch tall but should we not be should we not actually expect that from our our cultural leaders even if they are as disappointing as kim kardashian should they not be engaging with things like that what do you think? Yeah, they, I, absolutely they should. You know, I'm very pragmatic about life. This is where we are. This is where society is. So, mm. like I said, the, the work that she's doing is incredibly important. I just, I feel like there are people who would be better placed with more knowledge. Mm. Um, and that's that's the problem, isn't it? It is that thing about these people have a huge platform and yes, they should be using it for good. But we should also be kind of listening to these other people who have a real a real deep knowledge mm. of, of these issues but also literally um the like whole politics game is a celebrity game now too you know like look at fucking <laughs> boris johnson he's like he went from being like mayor to prime minister and that was like a celebrity campaign like if you go if you ask you know some of my family members my my more distant family members who I who voted Tory, they're super working class and they voted Tory. I don't know why. And I go and ask them, give me a thing, give me a give me a policy that you like about about. I'll, I'll have, let me have this conversation with you. And they say, I you know he's funny or like you know he's a, he's a, he's a funny leader. It's like what like 
That's yeah. it. That's the mm. person you're going to make your decision. You should have voted for the raving loonies then. Yeah, you literally. should have voted for the raving loonies because they're actually funny. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah. So at what stage do we hold those people in power to account for the things that they actually say? You know, at what point can we go, well, it's either one or it's the other. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> so really, you know, in terms of holding people, politicians, celebrities accountable, it, you know, it kind of go, this is the problem with, uh, here I go. This is the problem with like a neoliberal state, which is what we're in, which is where like, um, which is where like, um, the, the onus is placed on the individual to make the change. So the onus to hold our celebrities accountable or even the onus to, bring about prison reform is placed on Kim Kardashian and not society and the own <laughs> wild, right? What the fuck? Um, and so, you know, who do we blame? Who do we blame for this age of idiocy? And uh, Jerry Halloway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jerry. It all goes back to the oh, Spice Girls. That's what it is. Oh, I, I would love, love that. We actually, we actually have Jerry on the other line. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, I guess one of the interesting questions about this topic is, you know, how do we think we got here? You know, how do we think we got to a place where celebrities are 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 doing our social justice work and and we're you know learning to dance on tiktok and not thinking about the environment like how do you think we got here i mean i think that's probably too much for my poor little pea head to completely comprehend uh but i think a lot of that has just come from this celebrity culture being Mm. famous for being famous you know Mm. rather than being famous for having a skill or a talent or uh, an amazing knowledge. Um, you know, it's, I don't, I don't hear anything about scientists. Mm, right. I don't know why not. Yeah. I don't right. know very much about, you know, prolific doctors. I don't know why not. And so then what we've done is like slowly started to like really like deify dumb people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then does that mean like being, clever or not clever but being engaged and being political and being thoughtful is like not necessarily cool i think it's got cooler in the last few years you know i think it's i think you know especially in the uk with the like the corbyn stuff and the and 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 the like very very 
clear defined line between sort of socialism and and conservative conservatism or whatever how you say that word yeah. i think it got cooler among younger generations and that's something you talk about too divina like you know how the young generation gives you hope it got cooler to be engaged and political and the word is kind of overused but woke you know and that's yeah. that's a step right yeah no i absolutely i think i that is how i see it that uh, more of the the youth the youth yeah, the youth uh, <laughs> Are, are engaged um, and I think you know you can say what you like about Corbyn but he was a massive driving factor in that in re-engaging a lot of those young people mm. um, who ordinarily would have just felt ignored by uh, by the system mm. and I think that's that's been a really interesting um, shift in the last few years that actually more young people are becoming engaged and looking at the world around them and saying, oh, wait a minute, this isn't what I want. This isn't what, what we need. This is the wrong direction, guys. Mm. And we, need to, we need to turn around quick because uh, I, I can see a cliff just over <laughs> there in the horizon and I mm. think we're going to fall over it. <laughs> you know, so I, it certainly wasn't like that when I was, Same. you know, 15, 16, uh-huh. 17. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We had... Uh, Blair had just come in at that point, so there was more of an appetite for politics. I didn't know anything about it. No, I wouldn't. Same. I wouldn't have been able to talk about any of the policies or anything like that. I, I just wasn't aware. The only thing that I really did know about at school was Section Twenty Eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not what you aren't. Yeah. Just the one. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love Section Twenty Eight. Let's do Section Twenty Eight now. I'm um, no, no. But I think also that's so interesting. It's inter- a really good example of that is this like inspiring youth is like Greta Thunberg and like, mm. but it's so interesting how we have a 16 year old girl mm. is the ex, the global face of climate change. And it's like, what about <laughs> like this bunch of science? And I love her. I do. I think she says great mm. stuff and I think she does great stuff. I think it's kind of comical and kind of genius that like the carbon create, the carbon emissions created by the press <laughs> around her taking a boat to New York would yeah. be less than her just getting on a flight. But you know, Let's we learn. try, we live and learn, don't we? <laughs> Um, well, I guess, you know, the hope is that like you, Davina, people with platforms use them in the right way for a start. And that's a really good start, I think, in terms of changing a system. And then you hope that like people see that and they're inspired to like, I don't know, instead of maybe do the same, even though that would be great, is to be like, right, I believe in that. I'm going to research that. I'm going to become the expert in that. Like, hopefully we will again live in the age of the expert where we follow and love and deify like scientists and, you know, people who work on the ground with climate change or people who, you know, whatever, there's so many, there's such an array of huge issues we have to tackle in this crazy society. If if we, if we really want to change the system, if you can just all PayPal and Venmo, <laughs> and then I can do it myself. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm sending you, I'm sending you five pounds 50 now, actually. And I think that, <laughs> That's going to do it. The media, the government. <laughs> well, you, you say that, Crystal, but if if everybody, if everybody sent me £5.50, imagine right. where we'd exactly. all be. Exactly, exactly. But that's, that's but, just like, just to wrap it up with that, though, that's why I love seeing you talk about these issues because I think, again, drag is political and I think a lot of the younger queens and a lot of the younger queer community forget um, how powerful drag has been in in the past and how queer youth and queer artists and performers 
all these incredible things that we've done over the past few decades. And I think with younger queens, it's really come into this light of, yes, mama, and about like cut creases and lace front wigs. And that's all really important, obviously. That's a really huge, fun part of drag. But there's also this huge political side to drag as well. And that's why I love, you know, following you on Twitter and Instagram and seeing you speak up on on these issues that are, are really important to us as a queer community, you know? Mm. Well, you know, you've got to stick your oar in every now and again. Exactly, yeah. Davida, it has been, of course, a pleasure to have you with us. You are so smart and so beautiful. It's so rare to be a a pentuple threat, but you are. So (laughs) from one pentuple threat to another, it is such a pleasure. And the next time you're casting for a show on the BBC, please keep us in mind. (laughs) And I'm happy Mm. we decoded your problem today, Davina. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, my love. And everybody go follow her on Instagram to help change the world. Yeah. £5.50, £5.50. Dear Candy and Crystal, when it comes to bedroom antics, the kinkier the better for me. However, my local swingers' get-togethers are getting more and more vanilla, which can leave me feeling quite unfulfilled. I'm wondering about having a word with the group's treasurer, Sandra from number 32, but I'm just not sure how to bring it up. Can you help Belinda from Carlisle? Let's break down the issue, Candy. What do you think is going on here? First off, I think I actually know a Sandra in Carlisle, um, Sandra Bernhard, um, the singer. So this, I mean, this could be her too. Um, now in the photo, it does look like Belinda is trying to mount Sandra. Um, it could be, could be to um, urinate on her. It could be to, to fist her. It looks like she, it looks like Belinda's up for, up for fun. Um, you know, she's taking the selfie while doing this, while Sandra is just trying to get away. So I wonder, is is San- Sandra the real problem or is it um, Belinda's insatiable nature? You know, I think going back to the picture, you know, Candy, I've actually never seen a, a leg go that deep before. I know mm. you're into foot play, but, you know, it's kind of, it's almost like thigh deep. And I mm. think one of the problems for Belinda is, you know, once you've got a leg thigh deep, where is there, where is there to go? But I know you've had this issue mm. and you did a lot of stuff with them. Um, you did a lot of stuff with dumper trucks and wrecking balls, you know, and I think. I did. Yeah. And it's, you know, one, expand your horizons, but two, expand, you know, whatever holes you're going into. And I think mm. that's what Belinda needs to to do. I don't think Sandra's for her, though. I don't think Sandra's the one for her to be, you know. Doing this with. No. no, no. I think let Sandra move on, Belinda, would be my my advice. And um, But then she has this swingers group, so and they're, they're now getting vanilla for her. So is it just going to be an endless thing? You know, well, this- you know, listen, I don't like to talk about this, but if my mm. local swingers group, I met, I met a few people and, you know, eventually it got a bit boring for me and whatever. And then I met this one guy and I was having this problem because I kept putting cream eggs up my bum, you know, that story that ran in all those newspapers, you know, and I could get nine up there and it just wasn't fulfilling me. And he put the 10th in there mm. and we made a beautiful partnership and a little ooey gooey mess. That was Bradley from S Club 7. And, um, and I think what, she, I think what she needs to do is, you know, like, like, you know, you do at a party or I do at a sex party, you zoom into the person that you think actually can match your taste. And like you say, Sandra, it might not be for Belinda, but I'm sure there's someone else there who will be into, you know, going a bit further, a bit kinkier. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd like to, um, you know, encourage our, our listeners to write in, you know, send some pictures. Maybe we can, um, 
match Blinda up. Oh yeah, write in and hopefully Blinda, you know, if you're if you haven't um, been completely satisfied by next week, we can um, we can we can sort that out for you. Okay. Mm. But I think that's pretty stellar advice. Yeah. Yeah. So Candy, that brings us to the end of our 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 show today. And you know, I have learned I've learned a lot actually. I've learned that that is not your real hair. Um, I've learned how not to swim. Um, mm. I've learned um, about idiocy and celebrity, even though mm. I knew both of those things before, because you know, celebrity me, idiocy you. Mm. What have you learned? Um, I mean, I've learned a lot. I mean, I'm still, I'm still quite shaken um, over the brick incident. You know, mm. I, I, right after this, I'm going straight down to. Um, the police station, um, you know, I've gotten messages um, over the last 10 minutes. They have detained Tina and um, and Natalie Cassidy. So um, I'm going to go down and we're going to do some fingerprints and, and, and try and match that up. So um, mm-hmm. although I've learned a lot today, I feel like I'm about to learn a lot more. Uh, right. What about you? What what do you have planned after this? And could you could you escort me? Still a, a few warrants out for my arrest, so I'm so sorry, but I can't go near the police station, a cab, okay. and all that. But I do think um I think after this, what I'm planning to do is um I'm I've really got in um to skydiving. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm trying to get the world record for the furthest distance jumped with the smallest parachute. That's why the, the little plane is outside the studio today. So that explains that you're, you're jetting off right after this, is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm not doing it alone, actually. Oh. I, this is weird because actually I'm, do, I'm, I've been meaning to tell you this all week, but I'm, I know you have a problem, but I'm doing it with one of your exes. <sighs> Which one? The one the one who wrote the tell-all book about you. Martine McCutcheon. Yeah. Martine. Yeah. Seriously, you have Martine on the plane outside now. Yeah, she's both driving the plane and diving out. I mean, she is a, she's what we call in the biz, she's a jumper head. Honestly, mm-hmm. she just jumps like nothing else. Martine, you know, and she, she screams Tiffany as she goes every mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. you know. And I know you remember her screaming Tiffany. I just... You know, I just didn't want to bring it up, you know. I remember her screaming a lot, actually. And that's, you yeah. know, my blood is boiling right now because Martine, you're probably listening in, um, <clears throat> she'll do anything for a headline. So don't, get, will, don't get too close, Chris Darling. You know what I'm saying, okay? Okay. I guess just before we go, is there any any one thing you'd like me to tell Martine as we're falling from, from a great height? Um, I want my kitchenware back to start, uh, Martine. <laughs> The white goods or more like ladles and bits like that. Oh, well, everything. She'd cleared me out. You know, I woke up and the kitchen was empty, you know, um, and she was, she took the van, she took the kitchen stuff and. Um, oh, you love that van. You I did love, love that my transit van, you know, mm-hmm. transit van, you know, I had to give up my business, you know, um, dry queen with a van. Um, so she, you know, and then didn't hear from her for a year. Um, and then the book came out, you know, followed by. You know. What was the book called again, Candy? I've forgotten. Never Gonna Get This Candy was what it was mm, called. Right, right, right. It was best so yeah. Okay, well, I will tell. Her, you know, along I'll with tell her, her atrocious singer, which came free with the book. That's how she got mm. to number one. As ever, this is not her moment. This is yours, Candy. So I think um, I think that's where we wrap it up. But I will I will be sure when I get in the plane right now to tell Martine she want, you want your kitchen goods back. And um Thank you, my love. Thank you. And see you next week, okay? All right. Love you so much. Bye, honey. Bye-bye. Love, 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 love.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.